Richard Crail joins us on the line now as we look at another year of motorsport in Australia and it kicks off with a bang out there at Bathurst for the 12 hour. Richard, it's unbelievable how much this event has grown since the Audis dominated last year. Yeah, exciting times. Uh, Happy New Year to you, by the way, Craig. Uh, Always good uh, to chat. Looking forward to a big season of motorsport. Yeah, look, it's uh, it's growing quickly, and especially at the pointy end of the field, which is where I want to see it as a commentator and where you want to see it as a uh, a media guy and where all the reporters and all the fans want to see. The pointy end is looking so good, Um, and this race is going to be the most open 12-hour I think there's ever been in terms of contenders. There's some real star power spread throughout the field and I'm really excited about the way this race is shaping up for 2012. It's not too far away, but yeah, there's some really, really good stories emerging from it. Yeah, and uh, have we got Audi committed to this year as well? Yeah, absolutely. Audi are in with two cars. Uh, Last year, you might remember, they ran with Team Jost, the multiple Le Mans winning outfit. This year, it'll be Phoenix Racing running the cars. So... Phoenix are a crack German operation based out of the Nürburgring. They're the reigning DTM champions. Uh, Martin Tomczyk won the championship for them. And they've uh, raced in Formula 3 and and a lot of sports car racing as well with the Audi R8 LMS. So they've confirmed a two-car team. The Aussies are back. So Craig Lowndes, Warren Luff and Mark Eddy will be back in one car. And two of the three internationals that won... Uh, the race last year are back in the uh, in the black Audi that uh, that won it. So much the same, just one uh, one driver change. Mark Bassing is out of that car, and they've got a replacement driver in. So yeah, they're looking really really strong, and and they go into it as favourites based only on last year's form. But the competition around them has really taken a step up with some Aussie and some international entrants as well. Oh, okay. Now, interesting. I think I saw even Corvette is going to be making its return to the mountain. Yeah, uh, local car, Paul Freestone, uh, he's been a, a well-noted competitor around the traps for many, many years. He's got a, a Class C Corvette, so it's a GT4 spec car. It won't be an outright contending vehicle, but it will be reasonably competitive and should just pound around all day. So he's uh, got Barry Nesbitt and Hayden Pullen alongside him in that car. The ones I'm looking at, though, to contend for a victory with Audi, the big story, of course, is Black Falcon Racing, German team, Two Mercedes-Benz SLS AMGs have entered the race. One of those will be driven by a group of internationals. The other one will be co-entered by Erebus Racing, which is the team that Peter Hackett drives for in the Australian GT Championship. Now, that driver lineup is just an outstanding lineup, which includes uh, Hollywood, of course, who's the regular driver. Tim Slade will be one of the drivers, Lucky 7 SBR V8 supercar driver. Uh, Jerome Blickermolen, who's a noted racer, is twice winner of his class at Le Mans and uh, an A1 GP driver. He'll be in there with an American driver called Brett Curtis. So four outstanding drivers, and they look to be the one car that will really take it up to Audi. The other is the Marinello Motorsport Ferrari, Australian team based out of Melbourne, and they've got Alan Simonson, Dominic Feinbarker, John Bow and Peter Edwards in that car. So a really, really good driver lineup. So... They're the ones I'm looking at. There's a couple of Lambos that are looking strong. The Mosler that crashed early in the race last year will be back. Rod Salmon has bought that car. Damien White will co-drive. There's rumours around that there'll be some V8 supercar drivers alongside in the form of possibly some factory Holden drivers, but we're not 100% sure on that yet. But it's shaping up to be an outstanding battle for the, the lead in cars that we now know are the fastest cars around Mount Panorama. So... It should be an outstanding sight. Mm. And, of course, uh, the Armour Oil 12-hour 
is just one of the major events kicking off the uh, Bathurst Mount Panorama circuit season and uh, one that's close to your heart is of course Formula 3 hitting the mountain in competitive racing come Easter yeah for the Bathurst Motor Festival so that's yeah it's, it's only six weeks after the 12 hour so it's a pretty quick turnaround really but that's really exciting that's going to be a, a massive massive thing for the sport in Australia to have wings and slicks cars back there at Mount Panorama it's been 31 years since it's happened so uh, long, long time, and you know, entries have been off the chart for that. I think we'll probably have more than 20 cars. It's shaping up to be really, really good, and yeah, I mean, it's it's a f- fascinating thing to see what's going to happen with F3 cars on that racetrack. No one really knows. Um, we know they can go round there, but we don't know how fast they're going to go, and we don't know what the racing's going to be like. So, you know, it's one of those rare occasions now in motorsport where we're really sort of sailing into the unknown, which is exciting, and it's going to add something really special to the Bathurst Motor Festival at Easter. And, of course, uh, for people who want to get into uh, the 12-hour even further, it's a great website, bathurst12hour.com.au. And uh, I know over the years you've also had live streaming throughout the whole day. Yeah, and and the the live streaming will return. The most exciting thing about this year's race is that the last 90 minutes will be live on Speed TV Australia. So uh, Channel 505 on Foxtel 206 in HD... Um, so that's that's outstanding. Really looking forward to that, and it's going to add a new dimension of exposure to the event with live television, which is always a big step for any sporting event. So, last 90 minutes on speed, but the whole race will be live on the internet. So live streaming through the 12-hour website, as you so correctly said, and uh, through all the social mediums. I think we'll have it streaming through our Facebook page as well. So. The wonders of technology. The race will be open to all. Last year we had about 65 different countries and about 15,000 people tune in on the internet over the course of the day. And that was without much in the way of promotion. So we'll be pushing that pretty hard in the month leading up to the race. And hopefully more people will be watching and, yeah, showcase what's going to be a really, really exciting weekend of motor racing. Mm. What is Speed doing for the landscape of motorsport coverage now that they've got their feet in the ground and they've got their, what, first year and a bit under their belt? Yeah, they really attacked by stealth and just sort of slid their way in quietly. But it's giving opportunity to those who wouldn't get exposure and and the sports that wouldn't get exposure, so the series within the sport. So it's not just all about V8 Supercar and Formula One. So, you know, they're showing IndyCar racing live. They're showing all the NASCAR live. The Armour All Bathurst 12-hour, for example, you know, which there's really no space for it on a free-to-air network in the middle of tennis and cricket season. So to have that opportunity to go to, to speed and, and a motorsport-centric program that is on the basic sort of package for um, for cable television or, or satellite television is a great opportunity for the event. So it's it's really opening up motorsport to people that might not ordinarily get it or opening up uh, opportunities for television airtime for categories that might not ordinarily get it. So it's, it's a very diverse thing and it's all good for the promotion of the sport. It's a really strong brand too, uh, Craig. That, that speed brand has been established in America for so long. They've got a really, really good website and a good reputation and that's now being part of the Fox Sports Group here in Australia is really, really paying off. So... Yeah, it's done wonders and it's it's only going to grow. It's going to get bigger and bigger. You know, and, and this is just me speculating. It would not surprise me if when the next V8 Supercar TV rights deal comes up that they have a role in it somehow. 
Um, it wouldn't surprise me at all. Whether it's showing all the qualifying live or whatever it might be, it would not surprise me in the slightest. They're, they're becoming a player and becoming a player very, very quickly. So Is, it's very, very exciting. Knowing that all our major categories are being televised and the 12 hour is being televised live for streaming right throughout the uh, 12 hours of the event, is are we far away from seeing things like Shannon's Nationals rounds and events like that, even Formula 3 events, live on Speed, Speed TV? Well, if the infrastructure's there to do the live streaming and you've got the cameras around the circuit, uh, you know, it's not a massive step forward to put some commentary over it and put some graphics on it and go, wacko, we've got a TV show. So that's, that is maybe where it's going and, and may be an option. Obviously, it all comes down to funding. But, yeah, for, for some of the key Shannon's Nationals categories, if the budget could be there, it would be achievable. I've got no doubt about it. So, yeah, it's something that I think is looking at. I think the whole internet television thing, though, will be the main sort of difference in the next 10 years of what we see with motorsport coverage. So live streaming of races will grow. It will become more prolific, not only because it's a really affordable way of getting the message out, but it can be viewed by anybody. And nowadays you can view it on your iPhone, you can view it on your iPad, you can watch it on your laptop. You can plug your laptop into your big screen and watch it on that with surround sound. It's just like watching television. So the, the power of that is so huge that I think that's where a lot of the growth is going to be in the next 10 years as we integrate TV and the internet and it all sort of melds into one over the next sort of 10 to 15 years. Well, Richard, always a pleasure to catch up with you. Look forward to speaking to you right throughout 2012. It's going to be a big one, Craig. No problem. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.